With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. You found your home for real sports talk for real sports fans. 1700 KBGG. Welcome back. It's the Ken Miller Show, 1700 KBGG, another hour's worth. Uh, we've got John Miller coming up in about uh, 20 minutes, HawkeyeNation.com. We'll preview Vatek, Iowa, as the Hoopsters uh, get back in action, the ACC Big Ten Challenge, night number two of that tonight. Iowa, you said a nine-point dog? Yeah, it keeps moving up. I saw it open at eight most uh, most shops, nine earlier this morning when I peeked at it. Mm-hmm. Got to figure, look at Iowa. Two losses, right? The way they're playing, South Dakota State, Vatek can score. They can get up and down. Guard heavy, right? They're not a big team, Trent. No, no. So advantage back the other way. Iowa. Did your friend say yesterday that it will be bare off the bench? I did hear that. Not a huge surprise. I think it's the right move. Look look at the success his entire career. Yes, he just there's something about him. Mm -hmm. There's a spark. Yes, absolutely. And you need scoring out of that second Mm -hmm. unit, and the way that. Moss is playing. He's been consistent scoring. He's been one of their better players. Yeah, at least on the offensive end. He's still got work to do on the other end of the floor. But, uh, you know, get some scoring punch out of that second unit. I mean, you get him and Nunji coming off the bench. Mm. That's a couple of weapons. And I like Ahmad Wagner. I really do. He passes the wall. And he's going to play, right? He's going to play. He's going to be okay. He's knocked down both of his three-pointers this year. How about that? How about over-under? Number of threes for Ahmad Wagner at the end of the year. He's already two for two. I'll put it at 12 and a half. Oh, I take the under. I put it at nine and a half. Now that's a better number. Okay. Because I was thinking right around there. I was yeah. thinking eight to ten. So that number falls. Uh, good one. I, You know what? Optimism. Oh, look at you. How about that? Well, you got a lot of that Hawkeye hoop stock, so. I do. You better be optimistic. <laughs> I'm looking to dump some of it. Uh, yeah, you know what? I was premature selling my Hawkeye football stock. I really was. I mean, especially now when you look what. You know what? Let's save this for a. We've still got actual games coming up. Yes, I know. yeah. But because you know, that's going to be both of these schools. We said it yesterday. Iowa and Iowa State next year. Look out, folks. This going to. I thought this year was going to be potentially a. I said as much. A bolus year yeah, in our yeah. state. I could have made a case for both teams five and seven. Mm-hmm. Um, but next year, next year, if both of them win, and that's a big if, both win their bowl game. I think you'll see both of them crop up on some, not not a lot, but some preseason top twenty-five. I think you'll see both Iowa State and Iowa in there if they win their bowl game. Yeah, I. You know what? I would be surprised, actually, Trent, if if. And who would who was it? Was Iowa State be the one that that? Um, I mean, Nate Stanley's coming back. Yeah, their offensive line they return a ton of guys. They and all those linebackers. The defensive line for Iowa is going to be stout. We saw the secondary, some youth in the secondary. You got to assume Jackson's going on, replacing the running backs. You can tell they really want Marset to be that guy. Yes, 
He's had a ton of opportunities. He has. And, and for those, as many drop passes that's as That's what I was going to say. The mistakes that yeah. we've seen normally, you know, that, that staples your you-know-what to the sideline for a long time. They Especially under Kirk. In. Right. <laughs> That's, so they want the tight ends. My God! But conversely, at Iowa State, I get that they got to replace Lazard. Butler's coming back. Murdoch's gone. Offensive line, they lose Campos. Defensive line is stout, and they're all back next year. Well, Wagner's gone. I take that back. Secondary, they lose Cotton Moya. They've got the best running back in the state. Mm-hmm. I mean, Dave Montgomery's the best running back in the state right now. I'm sorry, Wadley Fancy is. Yes, um, he's coming back. Quarterback is kind of up in the air, you would think, Nolan. You don't know. Park's status hasn't changed as, as of today's press conference, according to Matt Campbell. they got to replace their kicker. I was got to find a punter. <laughs> I mean, big time. Gersande, I heard Tom Caker told us this, I think, last week, that Gersande has been battling an injury. And that's why we haven't seen him really? the last couple of weeks. It's not the fact that Rastetter's uncle is his uncle. Right. <laughs> right. right. I, I love that theory. <laughs> that the only reason Kirk yeah. Ferentz, a guy that lives and dies by field position, he's rolling out a punter because <laughs> Bruce the kid's Rastetter. uncle yeah. is yeah. part of the no, board I, I, of regents. No, I don't believe it. You know what? I'm glad you – because we've heard so much about fixed and rigged over yes. and, and, and it's not. However. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. However. Let me give you a little let, let me run this one by you. And and it's not fixed or rigged. But did you see what happened before the Michigan Ohio State game with the injury to JT Barrett and to Weber the running back. In particular Barrett, but Weber got clocked as well. I did not see the, I, both of okay. them. Weber's you could there, there's pictures on uh, on Twitter Weber being banged up. If and I'm not going all Jeff Galuli, Tanya Harding, Nancy Kerrigan, right? I'm, yeah, yeah. I don't want to do that. And I know TMZ's allegedly got some video, and I watched the video last night. You can see Barrett flexing his knee after the cameras, air quote, bumped into him. But you don't see Galuli, you know, running away. We'll call him Galuli. <laughs> it could be a she. I don't think the he or she. But if you're going to try and impact a football game, yeah. The referees aren't going to listen to you. They're just not good. You, yeah. Look, maybe one will because we've seen that in the in the NBA, right? right? right. We've seen that. Donahue, not, yeah, yeah, right, Donahue. Um, you're not going to see an entire because I still get a kick out of the because because I think the the threads up to thirty pages on Fanatic. Have you read through that whole thing? Not not all of it, but but I have. I, I've I read took more a, than a my deep share. gander throughout yeah. the weekend. I, and it I just made, oh my god, you people, you honestly believe that? that this officiating crew left their hotel knowing the outcome of this game. And now the theory is, Trent, it's Bill Snyder's last game. And for that reason, they're going to fix this game because it's Bill Snyder's final game at K-State. They're not sure that's the case. Nobody knows for sure. But just in case the Big 12 wants them to go out a winner. Okay. That's the dumbest theory I've ever heard. Right. Now back to dumb theories (laughs) as I continue on here. Right. All right. All right. you you can see where I'm going. If you yeah. want to affect the game and you've got all these people on the field and all this chaos, all these press passes, mm-hmm. we know damn well that there's people with press passes that shouldn't have one. Oh, yeah. I mean, see that as potential advertisers that get access like you have no idea. Save that for another day. 
Am I crazy to think that? And that I'm not would be a that way. Barrett got that this was on purpose. Right, right. But if you want to take out a quarterback and you accidentally bump into his knee and you do so in the chaos of a pregame where both teams are on the field, all the coaches are on the field, the media that has access to the sidelines, it's not. I mean, we got two Ohio State players, a running back and a quarterback. Hello, two pretty important positions. Interesting. Okay. Should we take a closer look at that, NCAA? Or when people should be allowed on the field Mm -hmm. and when the access should start. Now, when when Urban Meyer first came out after the press conference, it was completely pissed off. Yes, he was. I thought, come on, tap the brakes. And then I started thinking a little bit, you know what? Maybe there's something to this. I Mm -hmm. mean, if you're going to go that far, and let's face it, some of these people are fanatic, right? Yes, Yes. I mean, I could see this in the Iron Bowl. I mm-hmm. could see an Alabama or an Auburn fan getting access to the field. You and... see it in the Seahawks game. We, uh, there's people that are crazy yes. about the Iowa State rivalry. I don't want to put our state in that. that there's a, but there is. You're right. I mean, we, we had a fan try to felt, fight Bill Self yes, exactly. after the game. Yeah. Mel Weatherwax tried to you know, take out his frustration on the Kansas Jayhawk coach at the end of that game. And he's still on the sidelines at every football game. Yeah, I saw him on the. Uh, where were they? A couple of where was there? And Baylor, I think he was on the Baylor sideline. Anyway, not was well, on Iowa State sideline mm-hmm. at the Baylor game. But is it crazy to think that maybe that's that that we should take a closer look into who was getting on the sideline mm-hmm. prior to these games? That's a theory that makes sense to me. That one I can buy. Still not saying it happened. Right, right. But you come up. Let's say some the scheme did happen. You hatch this scheme. We're going to get. JT Barrett, Mike Weber. We're, we're mm-hmm. going to. So you have to have a camera heavy enough to hit a guy in the knee. Mm-hmm. You have to make it be nonchalant about it. Right. Can you do that? I mean, these well, guys. Apparently they're, they're it pe- happened. They're padded up. A lot of guys wear knee braces. A lot of players wear knee braces all the time. You look at now, that's they, more they, offensive. They got alignment. Barrett. And Bar- Barrett's game was compromised, Trent. It was. If you're trying to compromise a player, you're going to do it to the quarterback. How do you do that physically? I don't I, know, I, but it happened. It, yeah, it did. No one's denying that, it, that, that yeah. it happened. And again, the TMZ video, you don't see the actual incident. You see a guy that may or may not be the guy that they think bumped into him. Is he carrying like a big TV yes. camera? Yes. Okay. He's carrying something. I don't know what it is. All right. But you can see him walking away, and you can see Barrett. It's very quickly afterwards, and he's kind of bending down, flexing his knee mm-hmm. because he knows that something has just happened to it. Those cameras are heavy. Yeah. Huh. I could buy it. I buy what you're selling. It's a good theory. Go back to the basement, put on your tinfoil hat, <laughs> see what else he can come yeah. up with. Yeah, well, <laughs> I, I don't know. I just, I just thought, uh, you know what, if, if there is going to be an opportunity to do so, there's a perfect chance to do it that. Is. Yeah. It makes more sense than the Big 12 oh, it's ridiculous. colluding together stuff. to give Bill Snyder Bill a victory in his Bill last game. Bill Snyder, right. In his final game at Bill Snyder. Which Field. may or may not be his last game. <laughs> There's been no announcement. We right. don't know that. Yeah. If it lo- doesn't look as though Sean Snyder mm-hmm. is going to you know, just be handed the reins, maybe, maybe he does stay another year until that happens. Speaking of uh, that K-State job. What about Bielema heading back? No, there? it's it's perfect spot for him. Yeah, that, that that's the place for him. I yeah. totally agree with you. He was there before there. he worked for Snyder. Yep. Yeah, that 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 to me makes all the sense in the world. If he if if there is going to be a change at the top, I would think that uh, that Brett Bielema has got to be on that very short list. Because a year ago they were trying to get Jim Levitt, who was a grad assistant at Iowa, yeah. has tons of connections mm-hmm. to K State and and to really that whole. 
kind of big 12 coaching tree of Snyder, mm-hmm. down to Oklahoma, all those people. Mm-hmm. And he's done a great job. Everywhere yes. he's been. Colorado last year was phenomenal. Oregon, look at the step forward yeah. they took defensively this year. Boy, they got a but quarterback, they, too. That Herbert they, kid's going to be a star. And just a, a nice little kid growing up in Eugene, huh? How about that? A perfect guy right. for what they want to do. Right. And Three two more stars, years left. Two more years left. And, uh, yeah, but K-State just works out perfectly. Mm-hmm. But but not to – you have a chance to get Jim Levitt. And I know he's got – you know, the way things ended at South Florida aren't great. You don't do it. That would have been perfect. Mm-hmm. You, you have your successor. And, and I and think look, they thought they did, Trent. Yeah. I really do think they thought they did. Would Bielema be willing to go back in a successor role? Come here, be the D coordinator, and you know, the coaching waiting. Well, look at I would think. I would think, but I, I still am at the point I don't think Mill Snyder's coming back. Yeah. I really don't yeah. think he is. I go back to August and people that were at Big Twelve Media Days telling telling me just how bad that he looked. Just, he doesn't look physically well. No. Mm-mm. And how about him after the game? Do you see what he said to Matt Campbell? No, I didn't. I mean, I saw the handshake. I didn't see. He said something along the lines of, I was rooting for you guys. You deserve to win this game. Isn't that something? Yeah. Well, they did deserve to win. Yeah, they got absolutely. a ticket from them. Absolutely. That's Bill Snyder. He's awesome. Yeah. I mean, the handwritten, I mean, Austin Arnott, he you know, blows his senior season, gets hurt late in his season, gets a handwritten letter from, from Snyder. And there's a ton of those guys out there mm-hmm. at every school. Now oh, he's class act, no doubt about that. Uh, John Miller coming up, HawkeyeNation.com. Real quick before we get to John, um, and maybe we should save, hey, you know, just, let's go back to Vatek in Iowa for a second. Because yeah. so you're, you're down on this team tonight, Trent, and I'm, I'm not sure why. I thought that you would... Uh, uh, be one be want to take the points. Yeah, I normally would in a spot like this. That's a lot of points. Value is there. I just don't know how they get defensive stops. Uh, the defensive issues are going to be there. I'm disappointed. I wanted them to have a quote zone defense that's theirs. They didn't do that this off season. Same thing. You know, no stopping of dribble penetration. Mm-hmm. Guys getting into the lane and against a team like this that is, is going this to do that continually with this roster. Comprised the way it is? Yes. Bohannon is not going to become a better no. athlete. No, uh-uh. But Moss can be a better defender. Daly can be a good defender. He did that in a couple of the games down in the game. But Cadence. how many minutes is he going to find, though? Do you get him 12? Well, get, if that's yeah. going to be his calling card, then the answer is yes. Yeah. Get him 12. You got Bear back, who is good defensively. You got Wagner back, who is good defensively. Yeah, they can. it can be fixed. I don't think it's fixed tonight, though. Hmm. I would take the points. Vatek, 94-80. Really? Final in. 10-12. And I'll be screaming into my keyboard. <laughs> we'll take a timeout. Uh, John Miller, HawkeyeNation.com will be here next as we continue on. Rob Doster, we're going to take our first look nationally at college basketball as we uh, approach the end of November. I uh, look forward to doing that. Uh, Ken Miller Show, Trent Conant and myself, noon to two, Monday through Friday, right here on 1700 KBGG. Hey, it's Tiki Barber. And Brandon Tierney. We are Tiki and Tierney, giving you the big scoop on all the games. Afternoons on the Big Talker, 1700 KBGG. Boom. Since 1993, Wolf Construction has been Des Moines' choice for residential and commercial roofing. From complete re-roofing to small leaks, call Wolf Construction at 225-8866 for your roofing needs. Call 225-8866 to set up your roofing consultation or online at wolfconstruction.net. That's wolfconstruction.net. 
for Wolf Construction. A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau. WolfConstruction.net. If you're sick and tired of the same old delivery options, I have an idea for you. It's Food Dudes Delivery. Food Dudes Delivery delivers for restaurants that normally don't deliver food. And with over 50 restaurants across the metro, Food Dudes Delivery can find whatever you're craving. And for listeners of Jimmy B and TC, $2 off any order of $20 or more. Just use the coupon code JBTC. That's JBTC for 2 bucks off your next order of $20 or more. Food Dudes Delivery. Online, Food Dudes Delivery. Everyone loves barbecue, especially award-winning barbecue. That's why Cute Smokehouse, the winners of TLC's Barbecue Pitmaster Season 2, opened up a place right here in town. Cute Smokehouse has daily specials, made-from-scratch sides, desserts, and, of course, excellent barbecue. Cute Smokehouse has got you covered whether you want eat-in, take-out, or catering for your upcoming party or special event. Open 11 to 8 Monday through Saturday and closed on Sunday. Find them at 245 East Hickman in Waukee, across from Dairy Queen and online at cubesmokehouse.com. That's K-U-E-D smokehouse.com. Get here early because when it's gone, it's gone. And make sure you get in on the Cued Smokehouse sweet deal. This Friday morning at 9, you'll be able to get $50 worth of Cued Smokehouse certificates for only $25. Yeah, you heard right. Get $50 worth of Cued Smokehouse certificates for only $25. This sweet deal is sure to go fast, so get yours Friday morning at 9 at 1700kbgg.com. You ever wonder what you look like with a full, natural head of hair? We'll find out. Mr. Executive lets you try before you buy. Get real hair again and a lease with options. Mr. Executive offers a 90-day lease for just $200. At the end of 90 days, if you decide to keep your new hair, the initial investment goes toward the purchase price. Look, don't spend any more money on potions and lotions that don't work. Check the latest in hair replacement online at mrexecutive.com or call 274-4049. Mr. Executive, 70th and University in Windsor Heights. Are you in the mood for real, classic, homemade Italian food? Well, I have the spot for you. It's Bellagio. Two locations. The newest location in Urbandale, 2675 100th Street. The original in Norwalk. Classic dishes like cavatelli, spaghetti, lasagna, and vodka rigatoni. Top-notch pizza and awesome sandwiches. A great happy hour and Italian done right. Bellagio. There are over a 1,000 pets in need right now at the ARL. And during the month of November, your donation will be matched dollar for dollar up to $100,000 thanks to an amazing offer in memory of Dorothy Cheney Green. You will double your impact, giving twice as many animals a second chance. Take advantage of this wonderful matching opportunity at arl-iowa.org backslash match or by calling 515-473-473. 9107. That's arliowa.org backslash match or by calling 515-473-9107. Guys, are you ready to begin your journey to live life better? Are you feeling tired and worn down or looking to improve performance and drive in the bedroom? Looking to burn fat and gain muscle? Then it's time to contact New Leaf Wellness. New Leaf Wellness offers a free, no-obligation consultation. Dr. Robert Seaman and the New Leaf staff will help craft a plan dedicated to you. From testosterone replacement therapy, advanced weight loss, to nutritional therapy, New Leaf Wellness strives to find the plan that will
will improve your quality of life. Dr. Robert Seaman and New Leaf Wellness. Give them a call today at 515-650-1358. Again, 515-650-1358 for New Leaf Wellness. One more time, 515-650-1358. It's time to live life better with New Leaf Wellness. Call 515-650-1358. That's 515-650-1358. Real sports talk for real sports fans. Back to Miller and Condon on 1700 KBGG. Ken Miller Show, 1700 KBGG. Trent Conn and myself taking you up until 2 o'clock. Let's talk Hawks. HawkeyeNation.com. John Miller joins us as we talk hoops and football with John. A little bull destination forecast uh, as well before we get out of here. John, Trent, and Ken, thanks for coming on. How are you, John Miller? I'm good, guys. How are you? Did you have a good Thanksgiving? I did. Celebrated another anniversary. So uh, Very nice. You know, Congratulations. Thank you. That's why I couldn't join you last week. And I, you know, as it turns out, I'd rather talk about Nebraska than Purdue. <laughs> yeah, no, I understand that. <laughs> uh, yeah, this Nebraska thing, John, uh, well, the game itself was just, as, as, you, as you saw, just so one-sided. The team, um, boy, they got a tough hill to climb. You just wonder what's, when, whoever the new coach is, and it certainly seems like it's going to be Scott Frost. Yeah. When he walks into that, John, um, is he, what 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 is Mike Riley? What has he left him? I think that's going to be a question that I think is going to be talked a lot about. Just maybe how bad it was, or well, it's better than most thought it was going to be. What do you think is going to be the uh, the talking point that comes out of that? I think he's left him with a problem at the line of scrimmage, and this is a program that during the majority of our lives was yeah. built around dominating play on both sides of the line. And I think that's also what that state, what their traditional recruiting areas can produce consistently. And, you know, Bo Pelini, he wasn't horrible there. Really, since Ndamukong Sue left, though, I don't know that they should have handed out any black shirts. And I think that offensive line-wise, they've been soft yep. for a long time, four, five, six years. So, you know, Scott Frost, I think he will be the guy. He, he's got to come in and, and reestablish an identity of toughness more than anything in this program because they've lost it. And, you know, you can't just snap your fingers and say, okay, I'm tough now. Because that third and fourth quarter against Iowa, Iowa was running zone blocking. They were running um, gap blocking. They were running counters. And they were moving the line of scrimmage five to seven yards. And we saw that last year in Iowa City as well. So they've got a toughness issue and have had that for a while. Mm. John, as we approach bowl season, since uh, we'll, we'll get to Iowa in a second, but this is kind of a general question for both of you. Trent, you jump in here if you've got a take as well. Now seeing that Texas Malik Jefferson is going to join his teammates Deshaun Elliott and Connor Williams in offensive tackle, that's three starters, juniors that are all going to, they're all going to declare for the NFL, and neither one of that trio is going to play in Texas's bowl game. John, you follow bowls as, as closely as anybody I know or did at one point. Will this start to factor in maybe on bowl committees, not at the top, but in the trickle down to, you know, air quote, lesser bowls? Will that factor in maybe into some decisions? We're going to invite this school, but they've already said that four of their starters aren't going to come and play, dot, dot, dot. I think we're going to see more and more of it after we kind of saw the seal broken last year with some of the guys sitting out. Uh, Will bowl committees start to take that into play? I agree with you. We'll see more and more of it. That's a great take and angle on will that impact things. I think that it could, but, you know, the Big Ten 
a couple of years ago changed up how they, um, you know, did the bowl thing. Now it's more of an assignment than it is a chamber of commerce exercise. The Big Ten has partners. The slots are fairly rigid. You can only go to this bowl game or this state this many years out of that many years, et cetera, et cetera. So, and, and that's similar to what the SEC does. So the SEC assigns them. The Big Ten, by and large, assigns them. So I, I don't know that it's going to have as much of an impact uh, maybe as it could have had in the old days when the Chamber of Commerces and the bowls had more say. They just don't have as much say anymore with the bigger conference draws. John, uh, back to the Hawkeyes on the field. And you were tweeting a little bit, and I heard a few other people that know the X's and O's pretty well, that I was changing some things up what they did in the running game. If you can describe that a little bit Mm -hmm. and how Iowa went from what we're used to, zone left, zone right, Right. and (laughs) did some different things up front against Nebraska. They did, and it's something I've been really reticent to tweet or talk about because I'm just not steeped in offensive line knowledge. But I've watched enough to, I've watched enough football in my life to have some concerns with Iowa's primary dependence upon their zone blocking scheme, which is what they've done the majority of the Kirk Ferentz era, where you get these offensive linemen, they bring in you know tight ends and turn them into offensive linemen that are good on their feet because zone blocking is you move left, you move right, you all move in concert together, and you block in space. Whereas gap assignment and gap technique is more this guard pulls, this guy pulls, takes out this linebacker, takes out that tackle, kicks out the defensive end. It's more assignment football. Now, early on against Nebraska, they were running zone um, a couple of times, and I said, like, you know, this is just – and Nebraska's linebackers knifed in through the backside gaps, just like you saw against Wisconsin. Well, Iowa mixed it up from their zone scheme, and they switched over to some plays where they were running gap assignment. They ran some counters, like the old Washington Redskins counter tray. I think on Akron Wadley's uh, 20, 25-yard touchdown run, that was a counter, a weak side counter, where they pulled a couple of guys back to the back side, away from the front side flow. And that really causes the defense to slow down, to think, which whenever you're thinking, you're going slower. And then also I saw late in the game, in the third quarter, they ran a variation of their zone concept, but they sent Tristan Wirfs and James Daniels out to the second level immediately without even hardly chipping a, a lineman in front of them to seal off the backside pursuit of the linebackers. That's the kind of thing I think Iowa needs to work in going forward because teams are teeing off on their zone scheme. And you can still run 80 to 85% zone, but if you're running on and putting enough uh, gap and other uh, variations on tape, you're going to make the defense think, and they can't play as fast when they think. So do you anticipate, John, we'll see that regardless of who they play uh, in their bowl game, will they continue down that path, you think? I, I I can't. I mean, Kirk is very stubborn. Yeah. So I can't say that we'll see this or not because I would just be wish casting. But <laughs> I, I, I think as a program, they need to do that in the bowl game, and they need to do that going forward. Um, Iowa's offense doesn't have to go from 100th in the nation to 25th in the nation for them to have great teams. They just need to get to like 65th and be middle of the pack. And you know, far too often they've been below that. And I think that this this mixing it up and how they block is a key to that. 
John, uh, we see guys, um, you know, have really good seasons. And I'm going where I'm going here is Josh Jackson. But seldom do these guys get recognized at the end of a season if you're not on the, you know, the preseason list right. that's, that's, that comes out. And Jackson was on nobody's radar. That tells you a couple of things, just how good of a season he did. And, and, and whoops, it's not an infallible system uh, that uh, because you can be missed. What a year he had, John. It means he's already taken the, the Jack Tatum Award, first team big, all Big Ten, which, you know, I don't have to be on a preseason list to earn that but to get recognized with an award coming your way and to do so after not being on those preseason lists that's quite an accomplishment yeah it's kind of like the question of you know do you think this guy deserves to be in the hall of fame well if you ask that question he probably doesn't deserve it right or if you don't answer it within two seconds right um jackson had such a stellar year there's no debate he tied for the lead in the nation in interceptions and he was one away from the iowa tying tying the iowa single season record Iowa, as its secondary, led the nation in interceptions. They led the nation in passes defended, and they led the nation in passes broken up, which is amazing. Um, and Jackson's shown so brightly, and especially in several one-on-one uh, instances in his Ohio State game is the stuff of legends, that it's a no-brainer. Uh, it should be a no-brainer for Josie Jewell as well, but that's a topic for another yeah, day. I'm sure you guys point. have already touched on it quite a bit. But, you know, remember this, guys? Whenever Iowa was set to play Wyoming in the season over, remember when Manny Regumba was suspended and how worried everybody was? Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, because he's their best quarterback, right? Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, how about Hankins and Stone, by the way? Tackles. Boy, those guys tackled so well. I I tweeted it out last night, a little video. Geno Stone, late in that game, when he came in at the snap, he looked over at the right side and saw on fourth and five and saw the receiver cutting underneath on a quick, you know, cut across the middle mesh route, if you will, he instantly recognized that, and he stopped the guy three yards short of the sticks. That's the kind of thing that really excites you about a true freshman player that instantly read, recognized, reacted, and stopped them. He's built for a true freshman, and, and Hankins with some uh, some strong open field tackling. Well, let's jump over in our final five minutes, John, to a little Just, just real quick oh, for yeah, both yeah. of you guys. Uh, this just broke on Twitter. Penn State uh, coach James Franklin just left Lewis Central High School. Uh, they have offered quarterback Max Dugan. So mm-hmm. the Penn State Nittany Lions are in state. Yeah, well, he had an offer this summer from them. Did he? Well, he yeah. just had a visit from the Penn State head football coach. So and tell sure yeah. they're serious. Scott Frost, I've heard that uh, he very much likes P.J. Fleck. He likes Matt Campbell. But Dad maybe likes Iowa the most. That's going to be a fun one, John, this summer. The recruiting of Max Duggan, a kid that is going to have offers from everywhere. In-state kids at the quarterback position, they don't come around like that very often. They don't. Um, and, and when they do, you know, going back to the record books, not a lot of the homegrown guys have maybe climbed that mountaintop, if you will. I mean, if you have, uh, you know, the last the top five to six quarterbacks, you know, Rodgers was from Boston. Um, Chuck Long was from Illinois. Chuck Hartley was from Illinois. Uh, Ricky Standy was from Ohio. Drew Tate was from Texas. Brad Banks was from Florida. Stanley's from Wisconsin. Um, not a lot of Iowa guys on there, but he definitely is highly, highly coveted. Well, tonight it's hoops, and it's Iowa's uh, first opportunity for a lot of people to actually see them on television, as Virginia Tech will be the challenge in the ACC Big Ten Challenge. And not a very good matchup, at least in my mind, and we talked right before we came on the air. You're in the same boat as me. This team wants to run, and Iowa, uh, they're struggling getting stops again. Iowa's transition defense right now isn't ready for this. Um, I, I think mm. Iowa's defense overall is best right now to play a zone, and this is a team that really shoots the three well. They want to run, they can shoot the three, and they're a guard-dominant team. And, and my, my primary concern all summer long 
and in the preseason for this Iowa team was I felt they were a guard short, yep. and then Christian Williams transferred, and I then they're two guards short. And now Connor McCaffrey, who I didn't expect to be, you know, a great Big Ten player, he's at least a point guard. Now they're three guards short. So they're, it's going to be, a, it's going to be a concern all year. And this is a bad, bad matchup for them, in my opinion. And I think that tonight is going to be painful. Unfortunately, it's mm. probably the first time a lot of people can yeah. see Iowa play on TV mm. this year. Yeah, unfortunately is right. So have you adjusted, John, your preseason, at least where you thought that they were going to be, and then after you've seen them, and I know that you've paid for the subscriptions, you've watched them on your, your iPad or your laptop or whatever, have you have you adjusted, maybe uh, uh, tempered it a little bit? Ken, it's 2017. I pull it on the computer, and I stream it to my television. Okay? <laughs> Trent's got to show you how to do that. I, I, I've um, told him for years. He, he just he won't do it. <laughs> um, I, I had them ten and eight in the Big Ten yeah. and eleven and two in the non-conference, twenty-one and ten overall. And I said I thought they'd be somewhere between a nine or a ten seed and be potentially a bubble team because of the schedule that they had, the week schedule in the non-conference. They're probably a game or two below that now. So I think this is clearly a team that's going to be fighting for its NCAA tournament life come uh, March. Obviously, not having Nick, Nicholas Bear uh, in the first few games, probably hurt him down there in the Caymans where they might have won another game or so. But, you know, they're, Fran, has, Fran has struggled recruiting guards. He, he recruited better at guard when he was in Siena than he has in Iowa. And it's not for lack of trying because he's done really well everywhere else. D.J. Carton over the Quad Cities is a huge, huge recruit for them to get in this next class, So, uh, as would be a graduate transfer as well. But I, I just think that guard thing is going to rear its head all season long. Mm. Go ahead, Trent. Nicholas Bear, uh, he'll be back out there. We'll get to see him in action for the first time tonight. Also, Bod Wagner back from injury. Uh, Bear, what he adds to this team. You mentioned defense. How much getting him back out there, how much is that going to help the defense on that end? He's kind of like the spirit animal. You know, He, I think he's the kind of guy when things aren't going good against you know the raging Cajuns of Louisiana, his, his energy and enthusiasm can be contagious, and we've all seen that. He was a six-man Big Ten six-man winner last year. So I think it will give a nice, you know, emotional and energy boost. Clearly, you know, I was not going to be calling any, you know, clear out the side and let Nicholas Bear go to work plays. He's not that kind of player. He's a garbage man. Uh, he never stops moving, a lot like Aaron White. Good things happen to you in basketball when you never stop moving, and, and that's what he does. So it definitely will be a lift. I can't sit here and say it's 10 points per game lift, but it's sometimes when things aren't going your way, He's the kind of guy that you'll go over seat giving that effort, and you want to meet meet that and match that. Mm, John, last thing: uh, San Francisco, uh, Nashville, or NYC? Where are the Hawks going bowling? I think it's between the pinstripe and the Music City, so New York or Nashville. I, you know, my hope for Iowa fans is it's it's Nashville, so they yeah. can drive there, and, and a lot of fans get there, and people can afford it. Um, you know, that that would be my hope. I just don't know. I think you depend. You know, if the Big Ten gets three uh, into, if they get a, they get a national championship team and they can get two in a New Year's Six type of situation, then I think that they can. You know, Iowa would probably be Music City nearly for sure. It'll just come down to what you know what happens with Michigan. I was told the Music City folks in the Big Ten that they want to go there, but you know, Jim Delaney wants every Big Ten team to play in New York over this eight-year contract and. 
may not be too many opportunities for Michigan, but Michigan will be a coveted get for everybody. So this is it's just harder to figure out, Ken, than it used to be, and I don't like that. Yeah, you were all, you were so good. You were a great resource. Uh, Wisconsin or Ohio State? Well, I've gone back and forth on this one. If JT Barrett doesn't play, I'll take Wisconsin. If he can play at his high level, I take Ohio State. So I, you know what? Right now, I'd say I'll take Wisconsin. Their defense, I believe in it. Legit. I'm with you, John. Thank you, John. We'll talk to you next week. Appreciate it. Thanks, guys. Good, All right. Take uh, care. Good to talk Bye-bye. to you. John Miller, HawkeyeNation.com. Talking Hawks as we do each and every week with John. College basketball, our first foray into yes. the national scene of college hoops. Rob Doster coming oh, 0-2 start for the Big Ten last night. Did you fire? Uh, I fired. Did you come out on the split? I one and one, but I told you the under at 122 was a virtual lock with Virginia, You're Wisconsin. So sick. It <laughs> flew under. <laughs> oh, Trent. <laughs> Good for you, my friend. Yeah. Why wouldn't you? I have a problem. Yes, you do. God bless you. We'll take a time out. Uh, Rob Doster coming up. Trent and I here noon to two, Monday through Friday. It's the Ken Miller Show on 1700 KBGG. You found your home for real sports talk for real sports fans. 1700 KBGG. Cap is back. Flag Guy here. We're proud to sponsor the foremost expert on all things Chicago, Dave Kaplan, weekly here on the Ken Miller Show. While Cap has the behind the scenes on your favorite Chicago sports team, we have the flags, Bears, Bulls, Blackhawks, Sox, Cubs. We've got them all. Northwestern, too. I guess they kind of count. Check out our Chicago flags and a whole lot more online at HartmanFlags.com. And peep the retail store, too. 3719 Southwest 9th, Des Moines. Hey, it's Trent Condon here from Jimmy B and TC. If you've been talking and thinking about improving your health, I have an idea for you. Do what I did. Call New Leaf Wellness. My weight had been increasing, my endurance during workouts was waning, and I was just feeling sluggish. New Leaf Wellness put together a program to help me lose weight, improve my energy, and they can do the same for you. Call New Leaf Wellness today at 515-650-1358 to schedule a free, no-obligation consultation. That's 515-650-1358 for New Leaf Wellness. And tell them TC sent you. I love Macy's Cyber Week. With big savings both in-store and online. And we get an extra 20 or 10% off with our Macy's Carter Savings Pass. Plus, don't forget, free shipping online with a $25 purchase. And lots of incredible specials. Yeah, shoes are buy one, get one free. Fitbit watches, coats for me, dress shirts, comforter savings too. So this is where finding that perfect gift gets serious. Oh, it is on, my friend. It is on. <laughs> Macy's Cyber Week. Savings off sale prices. Exclusions apply. Hello everyone, Domino's here. There's a sound you should get used to. That's right, we love our customers, and we're not above a little kissing up. And that's why we have a ridiculously good deal. We're giving you half off all pizzas when you order online. Go to Domino's.com, select the coupon, and get all pizzas for 50% off menu price. But hurry, it's only valid through December 7th. Oh, yes, we did. Online only. Limited time offer. Prices, participation, delivery area, and charges may vary. Offer applies to the pizza portion of your order only. Hi, I'm Evan Hanning, host of First Light. We start every day with a close-up look at the morning's top stories. Meteorologist Dean DeVore has the nation's weather. It's Robert Workman for sports. Chuck Rich recommends TV and movies and watches some so you don't have to. Then we take your calls on the issues that push your hot button or make you happy. Because First Light always likes to hear from you and that you listen to First Light. On the Big Talker, 1700 KBGG.
Every 90 minutes, someone is diagnosed with ALS, and every 90 minutes, someone passes away from the disease. Help provide support to these families and the ALS Association Iowa chapter by participating in this year's Des Moines Walk to Defeat ALS. The walk takes place on Saturday, October 7th at Principal Park. Registration begins at 8.30 a.m., with the walk beginning at 10. Registration is free at this great family-friendly event. Join the fight against ALS by walking with the ALS Association Iowa chapter on October 7th. Learn more at walktodefeatals.org. Black and Cardinal Divide is the first website dedicated to the Cyhawk rivalry. We cover both the Hawkeyes and the Cyclones. This is Cody, and I cover Iowa State. And I'm Derek, his younger brother, who covers the Hawkeyes. We'd like to encourage you to jump over to bcdivide.com. Tune in Wednesdays and Thursday nights as we will talk all things Cyclones and Hawkeyes. Jump over to bcdivide.com. Join us for daily banter and our social media pages at bcdivide. As brothers, and fans of different teams, we grew up with a heated Cyhawk rivalry within our own family. Join us at bcdivide.com to embrace the rivalry. You don't need more sports, but you want more sports. Rockstar Satellite can fix that with free next-day installation on DirecTV. Call Rockstar Satellite, 515-262-STAR. Call today for next-day installation, 515-262-STAR. Trust, quality, value, Just some of the words that have been used by Wolf Construction Roofing customers to describe their experience. Wolf Construction Roofing works on residential and commercial roofing, including single-family and multi-family homes, tear-offs, specialty roofing, and gutters. Wolf Construction has grown into a roofing machine that installs and re-roofs nearly 2 million square feet of roofing each year. Wolf Construction has been given the Super Service Award from Angie's List and is accredited with the Better Business Bureau. Call them today for your free estimate. Wolf Construction Roofing, 515-216-3643. That's 515-216-3643. And online, wolfconstruction.net. Welcome back. It's the Ken Miller Show, 1700 KBGG, Trent Condon. And uh, myself taking you up until uh, 2 o'clock today. We're here every Monday through Friday from noon until 2. Tomorrow on the program, David Kaplan will be here. We'll head to Chicago as we do each and every Wednesday at 1220, courtesy of our friends at heartlandflags.com. We'll get the latest on the Cubs and the Bears on Chicago sports every week with David Kaplan. Right now, NBCSports.com. Rob Doster covers college hoops, and Rob joins us. Uh, Rob, Trent, and Ken, thanks just for coming. Off. We just dropped uh, Rob. Well, well, we'll rehook with Rob uh, as we'll get our first look at the uh, college basketball on a uh, on kind of a national scale. Hope to get one of these guys on each and every week. Um, you know, I, I think the biggest story so far to me is is Arizona. Other than the legal stuff, I mean that the the FBI investigation, uh, the federal investigation, that's a whole other animal. That is the biggest story on in college basketball. But on the floor itself, I think Arizona uh, and the disappointing start that they've had. From NBCSports.com, Rob Doster joins us. Rob Trent Condon, Ken Miller in Des Moines. Thanks for coming on, Rob. How are you? I am doing well, guys. I'm doing well. I'm probably doing better than Iowa fans right now, but uh, yeah. yeah, not bad. No, it's a, it's a great point. Uh, there was a, there was a, expectations were very high for this team this year. From where you sit, I don't know if you've seen them. They've been on. This will be the tonight. I think is the first guy the time they're going to be on television, real TV. Um, there's a long season to play out, but it but it doesn't look as though maybe those expectations are going to be met if the first month of the season is an indicator. Where are you on the Hawkeyes? 
Well, it just looks like some of the young guys haven't quite taken the step that we wanted them to. Um, you know, the, the thinking and the saying is that the best thing about freshmen is that they become sophomores. And, you know, that's normally when players make the biggest jump. And sometimes they don't make a jump. They just kind of are who they are when they're freshmen and sophomores. I think we're seeing it a little bit with, uh, with Michigan State, too, right? Like everybody thought mm-hmm. just because Cassius Winston was a sophomore and just because Nick Ward was a sophomore, all the issues that they had as freshmen were going to be gone. But they're not really there. Like Nick Ward still fouls everybody once every, like, two minutes. Cassius Winston still can't stop turning the ball over. And I think you're seeing that kind of come to fruition a little bit with Iowa, too. Yeah, from a, a start for the Hawkeyes, it didn't go very well. Iowa State got off to their own awful start. And, Rob, uh, they've been able to bounce back after that, went down to South Carolina, picked up three wins against some decent mid-major competition. Iowa State, though, rein in the expectations. This still isn't an NCAA tournament team, is it? No, I don't think so. You know, the, look at the teams that they beat, right? Uh, Boise State was the best team out of the group, and I think Boise State is at best a borderline tournament team. And they won that game when Chandler Hutchinson, who, like, he's an NBA player, like he's a legit NBA player, maybe a first-round pick, when he wasn't even playing because he got a concussion like six minutes into the game. So uh, they're better now that they have Nick Weiler-Babb at the point. Yeah. So, like, they're not going to be in, an embarrassment, but they're still, like, they're just kind of, you know, not all that good. I want to go back to the Big Ten of Michigan State with you because, you know, the the opinion here uh, in the heartland is Michigan State is head and shoulders above anybody else in the conference. Minnesota's good, but they're nowhere near Michigan State's level. Can they be? I mean, can the Gophers um, give the Spartans a run for the title of this? Because I think that they can. Where are you? You know, I think Michigan State's going to win that conference, but I think that we kind of underestimated just how good Minnesota was going to be because I don't think anybody, and if you guys can find someone that, that predicted this, please like lead me to them because they're going to, they're, they're a genius. They're brilliant. They're a basketball mind uh, that should have a job as an NBA GM. If you knew that Jordan Murphy was going to be playing at an all American level yeah. this year, then like, please just give me the lot of numbers for next week or someone <laughs> like just set my DraftKings lineup because you're a psychic. Nobody saw this coming. He's averaging 22 and 12, right? He hasn't had a game yet this year where he didn't have a double-double. He has four 20-10 games. He has a 35-15 and 15 game. He would have five 20-10 games if that game against Alabama didn't go completely off the rails that in the second half. So, so, I mean, look, I think Minnesota kind of is what we thought they were, except for the fact that instead of having their best player be like kind of an inconsistent and inefficient guard in, in Nate Mason and Dupree, uh, Dupree McBriar, all of a sudden, they have like an all-American big man that is is arguably like I did my Player of the Year power rankings today. Published them today. He's number three on that list. Hmm. That's where we are. Jordan hmm. Murphy and, and Reggie Lynch at the back end of that defense. How good he is defensively. You mentioned Mason. Haven't you mentioned Amir Coffee? He was maybe the most NBA ready out of anybody out of that group. It's a very good Gopher team. Still, the Big Ten as a whole has taken their lumps outside of those two aforementioned teams of Michigan State and Minnesota. Big Ten down, is that too easy of a narrative right now, Rob? Uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know if like down is the right way to phrase it because I still think it's a good league, but it just seems like every team is kind of in like the rebuilding phase, right? Like Maryland has a whole bunch of sophomores. Like their, their core is basically three sophomores and two freshmen. Uh, Wisconsin has Ethan Happ and a bunch of guys that never played before. Uh, Iowa's down. Um, you know, I, Purdue, like to me, Purdue just got cold at the rail. Long time. 
So my, I have a hot take on Purdue that they're still like a top 15, top 20 team, even though they took two L's at the battle for Atlantis. Like, I don't see them all that differently than I see like Arizona State or maybe even like a Florida, although Florida might be a little bit better. They're, I mean, they just rely on the three ball so much. When those threes are going down, they can do things like beat Arizona by 25 points. Yeah. When those threes aren't going down, they can do things like lose to Western Kentucky. And I think that with Arizona State and with Florida and teams like that, we're going to kind of see the same thing. You know, it was the same thing with UCLA last year, right? Like everybody fell in love with UCLA when they got hot and they started making all their threes. And then when those threes stopped going in, all of a sudden we realized, like, hey, you know what, this team doesn't really play all that much defense. And, you know, when they're not making threes, they kind of really aren't all that good. So I think that, that that's my take on those three teams. Like, Purdue's fine. They're still a top-20 team. They're still going to, you know, be a top-five seed in the tournament. They're still going to win 13 games in the Big Ten. I, I don't know if that's a hot take or not, but that's just kind of how I see that. Uh, Rob Doster, NBCSports.com is our guest. Rob, uh, Arizona's gone from... <laughs> You know, potentially this team's good enough to win a national championship. They're certainly one of the best three teams in the country. There's no doubt about it. This week, there you'll find them in others receiving votes uh, status. What what has happened to the Cats? They don't want to guard anybody. Like the their defensive performance in Atlantis was absolutely atrocious. Like it was embarrassing. If I was Sean Miller, I don't know how to be able to show my face in Tucson after the way that my team defended. And you know, honestly, I, I kind of think it's on him. You know, I think there are some issues. So to me, there are two issues with this team. Like beyond what's actually happening on the court, because like they're not guarding anybody, and they're still trying to figure out like who has what role offensively, right? But those are kind of the things that that teams figure out over the years. And like when you when you have something like catastrophic wrong with your team, like Arizona's defense, and you're playing in one of these tournaments where you play three nights in a row, you don't have a chance to figure it out between games, right? Like if this was a normal kind of schedule, and then they get embarrassed by NC State and they lose because they can't stop anyone. Then your next game isn't for four days. So you have three days in practice to figure out what the hell you're doing defensively, right? And they didn't have that in this turn. So I think they're going to be able to figure out their issues defensively. My question is twofold. One, are we sure Sean Miller like is actually capable of focusing on doing his job right now? Great his right-hand man for 11 years yep. in, uh, in, in Book Richardson, right? He is facing like multiple years in jail over mm-hmm. felony charges of fraud, and if he wants to, like, let's let's just assume. I don't want to like make allegations on the radio, but let's just assume that Sean Miller did do something to cheat to get one of these players that he's gotten in the past, right? Like, Book Richardson knows about it. If Book Richardson wants to talk to the FBI, like, he could take down Sean Miller, not only like end his career, but could probably get him put in a, a jail cell right next to him, right? So he's got that hanging over his head, knowing that one of his best friends could end up like ending his life, more or less. Uh, so he's got that hanging over his head. And you've got to wonder how that's like affecting... If you were not put yourself in that situation, would you be able to do the best radio show you possibly could if you like knew that Trent was out there and could you know send you to jail for four years if you wanted to talk to the FBI? Because I don't know if I'd be able to handle like that kind of stress and, and still be able to do my job. So it's fair to wonder if... if uh, Miller's actually able to coach his team as well as he probably should be coaching his team. And the other part of it is that well, the way that the hierarchy works with coaching staffs in, uh, in in major college basketball is that like the head coach is the guy that kind of beats you down, and the assistant coach, the guy that's the recruiter, the guy that has this great relationship with all the players, the guy that's kind of buddy buddy with them, is the guy that builds you back up and gives you that confidence and tells you, hey, it's going to be okay, man. Like that's just how he coaches because he yelled at you and cursed you out. It's, it's because he cares about you. And, and he wants to be better. Like, that's how you know a coach actually likes you, blah, 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 all that kind of stuff. Book was that guy. Book was the recruiter. 
He was the guy that had relationships with all those players. He was the guy that smoothed things over when Miller, who, like, is kind of a gruff dude, like, he's not someone that's going to sugarcoat anything that he says when he would get on players. So you lose that aspect of it. You lose the fact that Miller probably isn't coaching the way that he needs to be coaching with a team that's as young as Arizona is. And you put it all together, and I, I think it's just, it, it all kind of came to a head at the wrong time. So, they, I mean, they certainly have the talent to figure it out. How many times are they going to play a game where they don't have the two best players on the floor, Alonzo Trier and DeAndre Aiden? It's not going to be that often. So I, I think they're going to be fine in the long run. I just think that maybe we kind of overlooked the kind of impact this FBI investigation was going to have on the team. Rob, uh, we'll be watching the ACC Big Ten Challenge tonight, but the best game might be outside of that structure. Xavier against Baylor. And That's early, too. Yes, uh, early tip-off for that one. Fox Sports won 5.30 here Central Time with the, the tip there. And how about uh, oh, Joe Elchuljulua, as I say it incorrectly? <laughs> He's hitting threes. How, how do you guard that guy? Oh, man, I don't know. I, I don't know if he's much more than a guy that just like blocks shots and make threes, but he's really good at blocking shots. He's really good at making threes, and that's a really like yeah. valuable combination of skills to have in, in, in basketball these days. Uh, I, I think Baylor's for real, man. I, I, I mean, I don't, I don't know if uh, if if they have the kind of talent that you would expect a top twenty team to have, you know. But I think that, that Scott Drew has found a way to get that talent to fit together the right way, and they, I mean. They're winning games, and that's all you really need to do. Like, it doesn't matter what you have or, or the personnel or the scheme that you have. If you're winning games, you're winning games, and they keep winning games. And it's, uh, it's got to be rough out there for the Scott Drew haters. Rob Doster, NBCSports.com, talking college hoops. Thank you, Rob. We appreciate uh, having you on. Thank you. Always a pleasure, guys. Good to talk to you. Rob Doster, talking college hoops, NBCSports.com. And he hits a little close to home, Trent. Yeah, that's uh, we both uh, made made looks at each other. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what does he know? Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, good catching up with Ron. Yeah, I know he's uh, he's obviously uh, very tuned in. Now Heinz works for him. I, th- I writes yes. for him. Yep, freelances yep. for him. Absolutely. Yeah. Yep. Hey, I got uh, in the world of sports. Uh huh. There's a little event coming up this week that normally would never, ever, ever, ever bit on my radar. Okay. And I'm really looking forward to it. What is it, Trent Condon? Ah, uh, your Canadian, the no, curling championship? Not, nothing no. to do with hockey. No. Curling? Not, not a team sport. Not a team Tennis? Close. Racquetball? No, no. they they have something in their hand, but it's not a racket. Golf? Yes. Well, Tiger's Tiger? back. Oh now, I know he's always back and it never oh, lasts, and there's oh. prop bets out there. Will he withdraw? Will he finish last? I've made a lot of money over the last decade. How many majors will Tiger win? Bet zero every year? It's the right answer. And I've won every year. This I hope one that props up again this year. This one, I'm not saying he's going to win a major. This comeback feels like this is it. That if this, if this comeback doesn't turn out in a positive fashion, there isn't going to be any more comebacks. I don't want to, I, I'm almost to the point that it, it's now or never. With this guy, and he's he's in a, it's it's I don't even know what it is. Buddy, Rudy Ryder coming on with us later this week. I was thinking about having Matt you. Rudy on to talk about Tiger you playing Tiger golf this week. All the same. Oh, I am. I'm a huge fan. What he did for the game of golf, he was appointment television. Now I was wrong because I thought that golf would never survive post Tiger. Right. Um. But but it clearly has. Uh, we're out of time. We are. Hawkeye huddle tonight, five to six. Caker will be a part of it. Ridge and Creighton. What do you got at four to five? I uh, will talk Cyclones with Alex Halstead and another. Um, 
member of that NBC Sports team. Scott Phillips will stop by. We'll preview the Big Ten ACC Challenge with him. Nice. Uh, We'll be back tomorrow to recap that. David Kaplan will be a part of it. We appreciate you listening. It's the Ken Miller Show. Trent and I are here Monday through Friday, noon to 2 on 1700 KBGG. Afternoons, we talk sports on 1700 with Jimmy B and TC, Des Moines' savviest sports duo on the Big Talker, 1700 KBGG. This holiday season, make the smart choice and switch to Sprint and get a new Samsung Galaxy S8, S8 Plus, Note 8, or S8 Active with 50% off your lease. That's right, the hottest Samsung devices, 50% off. Plus, with Galaxy Forever, you can upgrade to the latest Galaxy anytime after 12 lease payments. And when you switch to Sprint, you get the best price for Unlimited. $25 per month per line for a family of four, plus get a fifth line free. That's 50% off Verizon, AT&T, and T-Mobile. You also get 10 gigabytes of mobile hotspot in HD, so you can stream your favorite holiday movies, music, and games. So stop by your local Sprint store, Sprint.com slash Holiday Deals, or call 1-800-SPRINT-1 to learn more. Requires 18-month lease and new line savings via monthly credit applied within two bills. Early termination results in remaining balance due after one thirty one nineteen. Pay $38 a line per month with auto pay. Excludes taxes, surcharges, and roaming. Compared to Verizon Beyond Unlimited rates for AT&T Unlimited Plus Plan and T-Mobile One Plus Plan for five lines. Carrier features differ. Coverage and offer not everywhere. Subject to credit and $30 activation fee. Speed maximums, use rules, and restrictions apply. It's time for some straight talk. You have their unlimited plan. So why do you keep running out of high-speed data? Never run out again with Straight Talk's new Ultimate Unlimited plan. Get all the 4G LTE data you want, all high speed, and all for just 55 bucks a month on America's largest, most dependable 4G LTE networks, only from Straight Talk Wireless, only at Walmart. Video typically streams at DVD quality. Please refer always to the latest terms and conditions of service at straighttalk.com. When you're hiring, you want qualified candidates fast, and it can be hard to know where to find them. More than 3 million businesses use Indeed.com, the world's number one job site. Whether you need entry-level or highly skilled employees, Indeed helps you find great talent and make the right hire. Indeed is offering new users a $50 credit to give their first job post premium visibility as a sponsored job. Redeem this offer at Indeed.com slash promo. That's Indeed.com slash promo. Terms, conditions, and quality standards apply. Villaggio Italian Restaurant brings real homemade Italian to you. Fantastic food, great service, and an elegant vibe that feels like home. All your favorites from the original in Norwalk and an expanded menu with the newest location on 100th Street in Urbandale. Plus, one of the best happy hours in the metro from 3 to 6 each weekday. When you're thinking Italian, make it Villaggio. Pizza, pasta, sandwiches, and more. Two locations, Sunset Drive in Norwalk and 100th Street in Urbandale. Villaggio Italian Restaurant. At Wolf Construction, we do many large construction projects across the Midwest, but we started as a roofing company, and we're still a roofing company today. At Wolf Construction, we don't just show up with a dumpster and trailer in your driveway. We arrive with a business card in hand, ready to take care of your home. Whether it's a simple roof repair, a complete re-roofing project, or a new construction project, Wolf Construction can handle the job. Call Wolf Construction at 515-225-8866 or visit us on the web at wolfconstruction.net. We're a roofing machine. Kate here with Food Dudes Delivery. Are you tired?